Busey Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth. Since 1868, member FDIC. to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. It is 10.33, and it's time to hear from you this morning with your questions, comments, or smart remarks. It's your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And Casey, the phone calls are all about... Property taxes. Property taxes. And, uh, of course, if you're just waking up and coming to work and, well, you're living in a world in which the Indiana Senate Republicans yesterday stripped essentially all property tax relief, even the very small amount that was proposed by the House Republicans. And so now, as of right now, you are prepared. You should be prepared to get absolutely nothing. The Republicans are the party of shut up and pay. Mm -hmm. I've been telling you this for six and a half years. When it comes to your money, they don't like you. They have no problem abusing your finances. And I guess the good news is, and I told somebody this yesterday, the good news is people are finally waking up. Just like with COVID, when I tried for years to tell people what these Republicans are, what Holcomb was, it sucks that it's something this severe that it takes people to wake up and realize. But at least it's finally happening, and maybe next year some some of these people will finally finally do something about it at, at the ballot box. Uh, all right, so all calls on property taxes. Kev, let's get rolling. Hey, Rob. Uh, uh, talking taxes and thinking about it, I used to live in New York State. Uh, Florida, South Carolina, Texas don't have income tax. Perhaps the only reason it's the income tax up north is for that snow removal you have. But uh, talk about accountability. The accountability should be starting at the state level. Yeah, I mean, think about what did you get this year in terms of the part, the party who, when you say this out loud, Casey, it just almost takes your breath away. The party who in their platform, I didn't make their platform. I'm not a convention delegate. I'm not a lawmaker. I don't have any control over this. Their party platform is we are the party of low taxes and limited government is prepared right now to pass a record setting budget by about five billion with the B dollars with record government in it, and the only hint of tax reform is a meager income tax cut where a, a fraction of a percentage, it will go down over the next couple of years. Well, and let's not forget, there's a surplus as well. Of course! So they're yes. continuing to collect all of your money. Meanwhile, they have a big pile of it sitting there collecting dust. There's no, There's nothing. They're doing nothing for you. They are... Le- they, they are the Republican Party in this state has perfected the art of legalized vote buying. And what that means is they take the money from someone else who will vote for them no matter what. 
and they give it to someone who will not vote for them unless they give them free stuff. This is why we have a massive socialized medicine program. This is why we have massive money going to public education, which the Republicans admit is a massive failure based on the fact of the money they give to charter and private schools. There's countless areas where they take money from people who said, I will throw my vote away and vote for red no matter what. Okay, great. Well, we're just going to abuse and abuse you, and we're going to give it to someone who we have to give them your stuff in order to get their vote. You know, one thing about the provisions that were the amendment, the 34-page amendment that was added to the property tax bill, Mm -hmm. they were once standalone bills. Yes, it is. And what they do is they take things, and this is what this is about. The Senate's mad because they wanted something passed. The House said, we're just not going to hear that. It's not a priority. So the Senate couldn't get it passed on its own for a variety of reasons. And so what they did was, well, F you guys and Mm -hmm. F the taxpayers of this state. We're going to cut out anything that helps them. And we're going to try to make the House cry uncle, even the House wasn't really doing anything anyway. And we're going to put things in that were so egregious, we couldn't get them passed on their own. Yeah, so we've got this little, simple property tax bill that the House came up. so, So they can claim that they're trying to help you. Although it's laughable. And then they go over to the Senate and the Senate says, well, we don't like that. And you didn't help us. And we've got these two standalone bills. We're just going to muck up your property tax bill by adding all this other stuff in there. And remember, and I cannot express this to you enough, and then we'll play the next voicemail. They know we, this show, is the face of the property tax movement this time. And there is no one, and it was made very clear to me the other night at the Hamilton County Lincoln Day dinner there is no one that is more hated in that state house than us because we say all the things that other people won't say or don't have the forums to say and we tell you exactly what these people are and I know how it all works because I worked there and I know who these people are and I was around these people and I would sit in these meetings and say I cannot wait till the day that I can get out of here and I will have a platform to expose to everyone what you people are and how much disdain you have for conservatives and regular people. I always thought Casey was going to be as a politician. I thought I was going to be in that state house and do it. I never could have dreamed I would get lucky enough that I would have a way bigger platform than that. They hate us, and they are deliberately not going to do anything to help you because they know we will get credit for it. These people are sick. All of them are sick. What's next? Uh, this property tax situation, I, I think there's a plot being hatched. They're not going to do anything about it. They've got two weeks to do this uh, taking care of it, and, and they're not going to do that. No, they're going to wait for a special session so they can go ahead and suck some more of that greedy money that they get for uh, sitting on their butts and uh, collecting free meals and what have you. And uh, maybe some great tickets for the Colts or maybe the Indians. So they'll be meeting them. You know, those 50 yard line tickets are always great. And then maybe they'll do something or discuss property tax and throw us some type of tiny dog biscuit to placate the animals out here to pay taxes. But I see nothing being done with it until they do a special session. We'll see. I don't think they're going to do anything. I think the Senate said that yesterday. Well, and Holcomb said it wasn't part of his agenda. No. You, Joe Hogsett has done more for taxpayers than the Indiana Republican Party. I mean, you got a. I got you, a letter got from letter. saying that I should expect a hundred dollars. Hey, and whoa, yay! And for that, I'm supposed to be grateful. <laughs> it's pathetic. 
It's but, like you go ahead and sit in first class. Yeah. And you just be grateful that you have a, a, a ticket for the ride on the plane back there in coach. But Joe Hogshead is doing more. Whether you you can laugh at that, you can say it's pathetic. I mean, it is meager. It is small. It is weird. It's it's. But Joe Hogshead is doing more for property taxes than the Indiana Republicans. There's a sentence right there. Sorry. Prove me. The guy with the coffee cup sitting at the desk. Change my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Rob, it's all your fault. Yeah, my name's Bill. Love the show. Uh, the, you and your uh, very professional protege there uh, have a great deal of uh, fault. I figured it out. You had to look at it from a, a no bleak angle, but I've got it figured out. The... A job that you've done so well at pointing out how we're getting screwed on property taxes was so effective that those morons who could change it, but they don't want to because they, they have others they have to kowtow to, they came up with a solution. You convinced them how bad it is that they gave themselves a raise so that it would compensate for their own effect of the property tax increase. And that's all they're going to do. But great job, guys. Y'all have a nice day. Bye. Yeah, because don't forget, they did, uh, and I noticed the Senate had no objection to the, because Senate's getting raises too, Mm -hmm. the House giving themselves a million and a half dollars in raises, Senate getting a sizable amount of money too. I noticed there was no objection from Indiana Senate Republicans to lining their own pockets and making sure their House colleagues have their pockets lined as well. No, they're okay with that. That's That's all good. Because again, they're sitting first class, and you're, you're supposed to be grateful you're back in coach. Now, one person did call and point out that we have been a little, uh, they're elected our duty here, Casey, we've been so focused on the property tax that we have really let slide how high our gas tax is. Mm. Hey, guys. Uh, I haven't heard you guys talk about something for a while. Not that that's a problem, but just I'd let you know that it still exists. My daughter is uh, going to college in Evansville, Indiana. And before spring break, she needed gas. So she drove 10 minutes to Kentucky where she was able to get it for 50. That's five zero less for Gatlin. Just thought I'd remind you that, hey, we still have an issue with the uh, tax on gas. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Here's a reminder. You're not only getting screwed on property taxes, but the gas tax is going to get you as well. Okay, so let's do a little math here, Casey. Yeah. The Indiana gas tax, now of course it fluctuates because with these um, intellectual super giants who run our state, we have two taxes on gas in Indiana. Um, the party of low taxes and limited government, mm-hmm. the Republicans have two taxes on gas. So it does fluctuate. But roughly, let's just pick a number. It's somewhere between 60 and 63 cents, give or take, based on what the actual price of gas is. Let's pick the middle and say 62. Sound fair? Yep. So 62 cents of every gallon of gas you buy for the purpose of this exercise is going to the government. Mm-hmm. It's not, nothing to do with the price of gas. It's not Joe Biden. It's not Ukraine. It's the it's the Indiana Republican Party taxing the gas. Kentucky, which is where he said she got the gas, is 26 cents mm-hmm. per gallon. So I'm not a rocket scientist here, Casey, but what is 62 minus 26? Well, that's 36 cents. So while it's not quite 50 cents, there's the majority of the difference on gas. Mm-hmm. You're paying it to the government. It has nothing to do with Joe Biden or Ukraine. I mean, that obviously factors into the price of gas, no doubt. But 60 plus cents of every gallon of gas you buy goes to Eric Holcomb and the Republicans 
for more legalized vote buying to strong arm farmers into selling their land or making sure that people who are working but can file a tax return the right way uh, get insurance for $5 a month. I mean, it's just an endless cavalcade of legalized vote buying that they steal your money from. And the question is, when are you going to say I've had enough and start punishing these people who run our state? Well, you mentioned farmers. You know, they're paying diesel prices for their farm equipment. So that's even higher for them. Yeah. All right. One more before we go. I can't believe we got this call. Uh, Brad was in yesterday. Yeah. Kloppensteinstein. Mm-hmm. And we know Brad is one of the nicest people who's ever lived. Yeah. I've never met anybody in any political party or anywhere for that matter who does not love Brad Kloppensteinstein. But I can now say that I can no longer say that. You found one. Let's figure out what's going on in this person's life. Okay. You might not like this, but the punk you got on with you today, he needs to take a hike. He's not fit to have on radio. If you keep having him on, you're going to lose some viewers or some listeners, including me. (laughs) He's a punk? What did he say? I, I, I don't know. What did know. you guys do yesterday? I don't know. I, I never thought he would be described as a punk. As uh, a punk. You're gonna you're gonna in for a problem, Bal. Get ready. <laughs> wow. So, Brad's so nice. I have no, and I have and no, always happy. There was nothing controversial that Kev was there. Anything controversial? Did I mean, he, no. Did he go on a rant about something? No, there was nothing. I mean, he was happy. He smiled the whole time and talked about booze a whole bunch. It's what Brad I, normally does. I think she just has a personal beef I don't, with Brad. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe whether this lady tried to date Brad in the eighties. Oh, I don't. You know, who that knows? Scorned lover. I don't know. But, but Brad, we love you, and don't let that lady ruin your day. Hey, punk.